You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics. Daniel, there's so much to talk about this week because apparently people are just renewing shows and canceling shows all over the place right now, even though uh, it feels like nothing is being made and <laughs> and nothing's coming out as we find out with the MCU movies are all going to next year. Yeah, that, I mean, that's how I feel like nothing is ever going to come out. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be... <laughs> I I mean, you keep hearing about these productions that are starting up and then shutting down because of coronavirus, and and it's just it's odd. It's it's a real weird thing, like where we're at right now. And I mean, obviously, entertainment is probably the last thing that we need to worry about. There are people dying, and uh, you know, not enough precautions are being taken. But it's just an odd thing to see. Right. I mean, you would think that a lot of animated stuff would be coming out right now because people can animate at their homes and then uh, the actors can record the voices, you know, the voiceovers in their personal homes. I, I, it, just, it takes a long time for animated things. That's true. Yeah. That's just, just, I think it's just that simple. It just takes super long. So, I mean, obviously that is the, that's the best thing. Cause look at, I think the highest grossing movie this year right now, I, I could be completely wrong, but is that trolls world to world tour movie that came out on premium VOD. It's, you know, it's basically, Hey, we need something to put our kids in front of because <laughs> we're right. all the time. <laughs> so, I mean, we saw, we see it with the CW coming up this fall. They, they're like, Oh, we just need stuff to put in. So how about, uh, Swamp Thing. <laughs> Even though it was made for DC Universe, it it was. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and show it here. Since you watched, you know, a bit of the show, how heavily censored do you think it'll be? I think it's gonna have to be he- quite heavily censored. Like, I mean, there's not a lot of stuff. I mean, there's not like I don't I don't believe that there was nudity. I can't think of any, but there's a lot of there's a lot of blood, and that's a thing that you can't really get away with on TV. Oh, that's true. And do they drop, you know, F-bombs here and there? Yeah, there's definitely language. So, I mean, that one might be easier for them to to get around. But, like, there's it's the way that a lot of people are killed in the show. And I mean killed is pretty brutal. So, it's going to be interesting. But I'm sold. <laughs> uh, but speaking of DC Universe, they are no longer going to be making TV shows, which... It's so not a big surprise. We kind of saw it coming down the, the pike. It is now going to be a premium comic book streaming uh, platform. It's going, it's good. They're changing their name to DC Universe Infinite. I, th- I believe January 21st or something like that is going to be the, the, the last day or the day of the new rebranding. And you'll be able to get more comic book stuff there. Like it's going to be like, uh, was it Marvel Unlimited? So, um, 
like certain titles will be exclusively to that. There will be other titles that after they're on sale, like six months or something like that, they'll be on the, the platform and you'll still have to pay for stuff, but you'll also, you'll also get a, a lot of their backlog. Oh, okay. I mean, which we normally have access to right now, right? We have access to the backlogs. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I guess come January, I'll be canceling that subscription. <laughs> I'm surprised that you hadn't canceled it already, actually. There's still a couple of things I watch on there. Yeah, but I mean, have you? are you not like caught up? Um, it's more like I'm rewatching, uh, you know, Batman the Animated Series, watching uh, Justice League again. Well, I believe Batman the Animated Series is on HBO Max also. I don't know if you have oh, okay. it or not. And and I know they recently added Mask of Phantasm to yeah, HBO yeah. Max. Yeah, and uh, and apparently you'll ha- you can get some kind of bundle too with uh, DC Universe and HBO Max. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't remember what the what the price break is, but it there is there is a bundle with the two. Okay, so that's something to look into. Meanwhile, you if you do drop DC Universe, well. It doesn't really matter since they're not going to have uh, original programming anymore. Harley Quinn is moving; it has moved over to HBO Max, but it's getting a third season at HBO Max. So I know you're a big fan of. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we were talking to Jamar about it yesterday, and he absolutely loves it. So, and I love it. So maybe you should give it a chance. I, I'm work my. I'll work my way to it. I, I'm getting through all the DC stuff that I I, I left. Uh, behind i got through the season two of titans uh i got through swamp thing i got through young justice uh so i was gonna work on doom patrol season two now but i might i I could also try harley quinn i mean that's one like 20 like your standard cartoon like 22 minutes 23 minutes long it should be pretty quick yeah so i'll get i'll get to it don't worry yeah what's what's your favorite part of this animated series it really doesn't hold back anything. So it is over the top gore for an animated TV, you know, series. And, uh, you know, there's just a whole bunch of bad language and, um, the writing is really, really good. The jokes, uh, are amazing. Uh, I really can't decide if I love Clayface, uh, Dr. Psycho or um, or Bane the most because they have some of the best dialogue in the show. I heard uh, Clayface is also voiced by Alan Tudyk. That is correct. So he's Joker and Alan Tudyk or and Killer Clayface, huh? Yeah, I think he voices for a bunch of like the background characters too. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, there you go. Uh, sticking with the DC universe. Unfortunately, Supergirl is coming to an end uh, over on the CW. It's uh, after its sixth season, which would be its upcoming season. Uh, we're not going to have any more Supergirl on the on the CW. I'm sure if there's any more future crossover episodes, though, they'll probably include her. I mean, I could definitely see it, and I mean, she's uh, the soup. There's going to be a Superman show, so there's always a potential for her to to cameo or show up at some point, right? Right. It's just weird, you know, like, oh, let's cancel this one. But, you know, let's keep the flash around. And that show has gone pretty terrible. So <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure the flash is still its biggest uh, uh, viewership, though. 
I I guess I can see why, but <laughs> yeah, not everything's for everybody, right? Right. So, uh, I, I mean, it's it's an unfortunate thing, but it's been a weird, rocky road with that show. It started off in C- CBS, and then you know because of its middling ratings, uh, that first season they went to CW. The second season, and then storylines started to change. Uh, you know, uh, Wynn left the show, Jimmy left the show, or I should say James left the show. Um, it all, I mean, it's, 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 it's real different from when it was when we, when we first got it. Right. So, and, and Melissa Benoist herself is, is, is quite the different star now too. So it's be interested to see what, what more she does after this. Oh yeah, that's true. She has to start looking for new jobs. I mean, I'm sure it's not going to be too difficult for her to find a new job. Probably not. Speaking of superheroed women, we have a Ms. Marvel TV show over on Disney Plus that's going to be getting made. We it was announced earlier this year, but now we have directors that are going to be uh helming the show, so to speak. And uh for the first Muslim, Pakistani American female superhero of the Marvel Universe. Uh, you're gonna have directors Adil El Arbi, Bala Fala, Sharmin oh. Abid Chinoy, and Mira Menon <laughs> as directors for episodes of uh, Ms. Marvel on Disney Plus. Adil El Arbi and Bala I am sorry. I'm sorry that I probably butchered every one of those names. Uh, were the directors of Bad Boys for Life this past oh, whoa. February? Yes, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I really enjoyed that movie. So I can't wait to see what happens there. And I think Charmin <laughs> Charmin Obeyed Chinoy is a two-time Oscar winner for a documentary short t- category. And Mira Minan uh, has has credits that include episodes of The Walking Dead, The Punisher, Titans, Dirty John, and Outlander. So, The Walking Dead and Punisher and Titans. She, she's she's no uh, stranger to uh, comic book TV shows. So it should make for good TV, hopefully. Hopefully. So, I mean, are you looking forward to a Ms. Marvel TV show? You know, I just, I mean, I knew she was around, so, and then I guess that she's one of the uh, main characters in the Marvel's Avengers game that came out on, you know, Xbox and PS4, so I guess I have to uh, do a little more research and, uh, you know, start playing the game. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely going to have to play the game, and yeah, she's she's a popular character, she's she's an inhuman, she has uh, she has powers of, like, uh, stretchy, like, like Mr. Fantastic. But before she got her power, she was this, uh, as I remember it, she's a huge fangirl for uh, Captain Marvel, uh, Carol Danvers. So that's why she took on that moniker. Gotcha. And she, um, I read colors. her. Yeah, same color, same logo. Uh, I read her as uh, when she was essentially the leader of the champions, which is the young superhero team uh in the marvel universe okay so so it's a 
it's gonna be fun it's gonna be i I, we're gonna i think we're gonna see a whole bunch of interesting shows come over on uh disney plus because i mean there's there there are a lot of characters in the marvel universe but there are a finite amount of characters in the in the marvel (laughs) universe like there's gonna be there's gonna be characters that we no one's ever talked about before, just like Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's true. Yeah, uh, they gotta make as much money as possible. Oh, Use yeah. Marvel all they can. Yeah, that, that's exactly true. And I don't remember if we talked about this last week. I'm pretty sure we did, but just to reiterate, Tatiana Maslany has been cast as Jennifer Walters She-Hulk in the She-Hulk TV show. Uh, on Disney Plus. Now, did you watch any of Orphan Black? No. And I know that you recommended it to me and Jamar, so I might yeah. have to get on it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely definitely give it, a, give it a watch. I mean, it shows that she has a wide range in her acting ability because she, she had to play multiple roles in the one TV show. I am currently watching on HBO Max uh, Perry Mason that came out earlier this year. Um, she plays a role in that show uh, as a evangelical uh, preacher for a church, you know, Episcopalian church that she is a big old showman and she believes she talks to God and God told her that she needs to resurrect a baby. So I'm kind of right in the middle of the season right now. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but she is, she's incredible. So I, I can't wait to see what she does with, uh, she Hulk and Jennifer Walters. What do you what do you think about how they're gonna do the She Hulk version? See, uh that was a big conversation in uh, you know, Blue Ribbon Army that you're a part of. Um, I think they're just gonna go ahead and um do what they did in um uh, in Endgame, you know, um CGI basically, like how they CGI'd uh, Mark Ruffalo to be able to talk and interact and that sort of thing i think that's what they're gonna go with but with her obviously not on a bigger scale but you know they're gonna make her what six seven feet tall however tall she is yeah 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 i could definitely see the mocap and and cgi but the thing is is that it's it's still tv i just don't know if they're gonna want to spend that kind of money i mean obviously i don't know who knows how many episodes it's gonna be if it's going to be right. a whole hour, is it going to be 45 minutes, kind of like The Mandalorian? Is it going to be 30 minutes? Um, no idea, but... I mean, I think, you know, uh, Disney's going to pump in those Disney dollars because, uh, you know, uh, Mandalorian had great special effects. It, you know, it played like a mini-movie. This is true. This is very true, but... And I, I don't want anybody to feel sorry for the mega corporation that is Disney. But right now, you got to imagine they are hemorrhaging money without being able to do full on uh, theme park openings and all their movies cannot be opened and go and see in the theater like they had to they had to throw Mulan to the Disney plus like premium VOD uh, or what was it called? Premier access is what they called it. And um I mean, it, it made a lot of money, but it didn't. It could. You definitely didn't make as much money as it would have made in the theater, right? And now we're getting it for free in December if you have the Disney Plus subscription. Right. It's it's not for free. You you pay for Disney Plus, but it's it's part of your Disney Plus um, subscription. 
So oh, I just uh, thought about this. Your free one year is going to run out with uh, Disney Plus. Oh, I had four free years of Disney Plus. Oh wow, never mind. <laughs> so actually, that's not true. I'm sorry. I had two free years of Disney Plus, and then two years after that, at a discounted price. Because yeah, that's would, a really good deal. Yeah, it was. It was a really good deal. It was like I think it was ended up being like. Three some seventy five or three seventy nine a month, essentially. Like if you were to Jeez. run it in a monthly, but I did it all in one, one pay. So thing, and you know, I, that just made me think. Um, since you know they're really hurting for money right now, they're probably going to do a price hike probably at the beginning of the year. It, well, I don't know if they're going to do a price hike, or may, they might even do a a price lowering just so they can get more people to subscribe, like. I know that's what HBO Max is doing. They're they're doing a, a reduced price so that they can get more people to subscribe. Oh, okay. Well, that sucks. You know, I kind of missed my shot because I'm paying the fifteen ninety nine a month for it. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm paying too. So, uh, Still cable. <laughs> this is true. Speaking of the MCU, though, and Disney Plus, we got a trailer. For Disney Plus's WandaVision. Now, I know you said you hadn't checked it out yet, but it's a pretty awesome looking trailer. Like, it starts off being very sitcom-y and all that stuff, but it it eventually turns pretty, like, pretty Stranger Things creepy, like, kind of thing. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you, you definitely get this idea that they're going to keep traveling forward in this... Like um, reality, I guess, in sitcom form. Like it starts off as a black and white, you know, sitcom, and then it's going to move forward to the '60s and the '70s and the '80s and then the '90s looking stuff. And okay, you know, you got you got people like Catherine Hahn in the show, and you got Cat uh, Dennings is supposed to be in the show, and. Um, Randall Park is going to be in the show. All repri- well, except for Catherine Hahn, everybody else is going to be reprising roles from the MCU that they've already played. Okay. Uh, and then you also have Monica Rambeau, which the last time you saw Monica was in Captain Marvel as a young girl. Now she's going to be an adult woman. All right. So it's, it's going to be an interesting show. It's going to be... Uh, I mean, we already know that it's supposed to lead right into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So that that's going to be interesting. I wonder if you see uh, Doctor Strange show up in the show at all. Maybe. Yeah. It has to be, right? It has to be. And uh, do they ever confirm or deny if uh, the Loki that ran off with the uh, Tesseract is the one that's going to be coming up in the show? So the one that's in the Loki TV show? Right. Yes. He's going to be the one that ran off with the Tesseract. Ooh. So that's going to be the version of Loki that didn't have the journey of... Uh, redeeming know, himself? Redeeming himself and, and uh, falling, not falling in love, but like having the brotherly love for, his, for Thor by the end of Ragnarok and the beginning of Endgame. Ooh. So still gonna be cool though. Yeah, you're gonna see. You got to see. Maybe he might end up having to do that again. Get you know, have that journey, uh, the redemption journey, or it might just make him go more evil. Like that's the whole problem with the time travel, right? Yeah. 
as we saw with uh <laughs> with uh zoom yes <laughs> uh last thing we want to talk about which just dropped the day we are recording the boys is going to have a spin-off TV show at Amazon. I can't believe it. Like, I mean, I understand that people like this show, but I can't believe that we're already getting a spin-off show. You know, the numbers probably jumped, and I'm pretty sure that's one of those. And then anytime it, uh, you log on to Amazon, um, especially the Prime Video, you see that giant banner, you know, that says The Boys, and it's, you know, nice and colorful. So I'm pretty sure it attracted people also word of mouth and all the memes have probably helped, you know, get, get its popularity. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it is a very popular show. And because of that, we're getting a spinoff of the boys college years, I guess. Um, <laughs> essentially what it is, is going to be set at a university in the fictional world, a university that's run by Vought international. And it's going to just follow a bunch of college age people that have superpowers. It's a college that's exclusively for young adult superheroes. The Untitled Boys spinoff is described as an irreverent R-rated series that explores the lives of hormonal competitive soups as they put their physical, sexual, and moral boundaries to the test, competing for the best contracts in the best cities, part college show, part Hunger Games, with all the heart, satire, and raunch of the boys. Oh, sweet. So there's probably be a lot. If you don't survive this challenge, oh, well. Exactly. And it's going to be a lot of like people, the soups just fighting each other and probably maiming each other and killing each other just for a uh, uh, contract, so to speak. Like, I right. mean, you got to imagine that's just that's probably I mean, Starlight was probably at one of these colleges not too long ago. I think so, huh? I mean, she talks a lot about being a young soup and being in the different pageants and going to super camp and stuff like that. And as far as I gotten in the comic books, like that's kind of what one of the, the, the stories is about when, when they like, you see the X-Men version of the boys or the boys okay. men kind of thing. Like they have a whole bunch of people that are on these teams and they have splinter teams, just like you would have X force or X-Men, uh, young new mutants. And, uh, uh, what's, what's some other, Oh, like X striker, you know, Excalibur and stuff like that. So you would, they had like the younger versions of, uh, soups just in a house where they essentially treated it like a frat house. And it's, it was pretty, it was pretty over the top, so you can only imagine what they're going to do on the TV show. Okay. Something you're super excited about, or do you think it's going to be going too far? Oh, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think they might burn people out on it if they if they push too hard with this. Well, I don't I don't think so because this could be like our in between seasons while we're waiting for the boys, you know, and especially if they have like references or, you know, cameos, I might be pretty cool too. Yeah. But, think, but I don't think about what happened with the walking dead. Huh? Although it's not going to be the same story. So there shouldn't be any reason why they're burning out. And if you're bringing up fear, the walking dead, I mean, by far, we both agree that shows better than the regular walking dead though. No, no, I, I I do agree that the Fear of the Walking Dead ended up being better than the Walking Dead, but do you think that maybe 
because we had Fear the Walking Dead that the the Walking Dead ended up being a little bit less. Like it started to have a little less shine. It didn't work out as well. Like what if the people that were working on the storylines over at the Fear the Walking Dead could have been working at the Walking Dead? Yeah, but you got to think about it. They weren't really following the source material. They did to a point. And after you kill your your main character, and after you kill the main character's son, where do you go from there? You can't make it happen with the exact same, uh, you know, exact same characters involved since they're already gone. And I take that back. Rick didn't die. He went in a helicopter. But you know what I mean. He got ridden off. This is true. This is very true. And that show also felt like you were. It was very much um, Rick's journey, and we were there throughout his entire thing so it should have continued on with with rick yeah yeah i mean that's that's why it is that you you kind of tuned in for the show but i don't know i'm just saying it it might end up burning people out i think the only way they burn people out is if they also did like a companion comic book series to go along with it that might turn people off i mean there is the comic book I know, but I mean, the TV show uses, you know, that as reference. But True. I'm saying, like, spinoff series, if they made a spinoff comic book series, my, that might burn people out. Right. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So then let's go ahead and get into the episode. Episode five of season two. We got to go now. Um, this is like, this is a heavy episode that's the fallout of, of Butcher, like realizing that, you know, he's not going to win his, his wife back because he he was like, ah, just leave the kid. (laughs) He's like, no. (laughs) So, uh, we get to see a lot of Billy, Huey and mother's milk hanging out at Billy's aunt's house while being stalked. (laughs) <laughs> by black noir yeah holy crap yeah i mean this for an intense episode a lot of funny jokes but an intense episode overall <laughs> uh, and we also got to see terror again which is awesome oh. <laughs> um but yeah the black noir is essentially a terminator <laughs> uh there went my whole like possibility that he could be on billy's side on on the boy's side uh theory so that didn't happen meanwhile over on the super side uh we have the filming of dawn of the seven happening and a train is getting written out one, he's getting written out of the movie, but then he's also getting written out of the team. Like the fact that the the movie coincides with what happens in real life for the team just really blows my mind. I know they're all about that corporate, you know, money though. Oh yeah. What'd you think of? What'd you think of Dawn of the Seven? Super cheesy as hell, <laughs> but I'd watch it if it was a legit thing. <laughs> And I love that they use the same filter that uh, you know Snyder uses in all his DC movies. <laughs> like, uh, like when they cut away from it and they go back to quote unquote the real world, and it's, I mean, that sh- the the show itself is pretty pretty drab filter as is. It's just you throw on a little bit more like bronze <laughs> for the <laughs> Zack Snyder version of it. 
I mean, you do that and, you know, it gives it a whole different feel. Obviously, you know what, you know, they were making fun of. So it was great to see. And then just, you know, going back to your normal life. It's like, okay, cut. And then, like you said, still filter. But that was pretty funny just to see that. Yeah. Uh, we got to see. Oh, so apparently <laughs> to, I don't know what it was that he was doing, but Holander landed in a African town that was being tormented or a guy with powers was throwing his powers around and Homelander just came in and heat visioned him and then took off. But after he, he didn't realize that he heat visioned through the guy, he killed an innocent bystander too. It was all caught on video. And it was on the internet for 17 minutes, which is definitely long enough for it to get around the world and go yep. viral. Um, I was really expecting his speech that he tries to give at the senator that's obviously making, not making fun of, but a parody of AOC. Um, I was expecting him to do more fake news or, uh, you know, alternate facts or, you know, you know, make claims that we know not to be true, but he kind of was just trying to be the same thing as before that, that, uh, um, Stormfront told him not to be, don't, don't be friendly to these people. You don't need them. You know, you don't need everybody to love you as we told last week. Yep. And we, you know, Oh, his little vision. That was pretty cool though. When he just thought about lasering the entire crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was awesome! I mean, did you did you think for a second that it was real? I did. I was like, "No way!" He finally <laughs> crossed that line. No, he he was able to hold it back enough, right? Yeah. See, and if he was smart about it too, you know, with him giving alternate facts or you know stuff like that, he could have played it off like, "Oh, it was a leaked potential trailer for you know or footage from you know Dawn of Seven." If he was smart about it. Yeah, or just be like, that's, you know, just be, tell people it wasn't him. It's someone that put him in there. It's a deep fake kind of thing. Yeah. You know, uh, CGI exists. You know, they could do that. Put my face yeah. on it. Yeah, exactly. That's definitely the thing that you you would think that they w- he would have done. But no, he just trying to sat there and, and, and tried to placate them. And then especially when he got to the point where he was like, oh, but, you know, I was embedded with troops and the tr- I know I know the troops respect me and then that soldier's like fuck you you not for me. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was pretty pretty a pretty big point in the show. Right. And at one point didn't uh either this episode or last episode didn't um Stormfront kind of tell him like hey man you're getting kind of old you know you're kind of getting out of your out of your game you really don't know what's relevant now and like how to work the system anymore which is kind of weird for him to, for her to be like you're getting old when she kind of almost admitted to being liberty right right which would make her older right but either you know she takes a lot of that serum and she stays young or she just got blessed with amazing genes that just make her look young but wow. obviously going through multiple cent uh, not centuries but you know decades she's learned to adapt and stay you know pick up the trends and stuff yeah yeah no she she's definitely i mean i don't know if that's going to end up being like a thing that 
all soups are able to do or it's just she one of her powers is to be able to heal but uh yeah she's able to stay looking young um if if that is what it is maybe maybe she's like a clone of liberty that could be it too we don't know what shady shit Vought is up to definitely shady shit that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) but i mean she has to have some sort of healing factor because i mean she got lasered by uh that's true she she does have to have some type of well i mean they all seem to have some type of healing factor look what happened to black noir in that one episode where he goes after the middle eastern people probably more most likely terrorists and you know half his face is blown off but it's it's not um it's not there later and then when he's in the house i assume he took a lot of that shrapnel that mother's milk set up three bombs yeah which surprising was not a lot of damage to the house just burned up shit tv yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) so were you expecting um was it stan edgar's character to be uh on the other end, like to be watching through a camera on Black Noir's cowl. No, Neither I was not. not. No, I just thought this was the thing that Black Noir was going out doing on his own. But yeah, I thought he was doing some sort of vigilante justice. But I mean, at some point, I guess he told him, like, "Hey, I'm going to go ahead and do this. They're a threat." And since he's like a silent ninja, they're like, "Okay, yeah, we'll approve it." I mean, he. I, I'm sure that's it was more like they put him on that um, course of action. I mean, I I still think he had to propose that secret mission to him because obviously he was reviewing all that secret footage and he has like the aha moment and goes kind of like rewind back the footage. And then we see him disappear after that. True. Yeah, true. Um, We also got to see Sean Ashmore Ashmore in this episode. Now, if you're, Like, if you happen to be paying attention to news before the season started, you know that Sean Ashmore is going to be playing Lamplighter, which would be one of the original seven of the seven. Uh, In the comic book, he is not around because essentially he um, got hurt so bad that his brain stopped working properly. But the healing was keeping him alive. So they just left him locked up in a sub basement room where he just kind of like plays with his own feces. Wow. Yeah. Um, But you don't know that in this episode that he is lamplighter. We know that he's working with Stormfront and he has a lighter and he's wearing scrubs in a hospital. So I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with him. Uh, selecting people and injecting them with uh, Compound V? Maybe. That's that's an interesting uh, turn of events for his character. Yeah. Oh, but, you know, um, you had the theory that potentially uh, you know, Black Noir was going to team up with Butcher and his team. What do you think of uh, Queen Maeve? Kind of like, hey, you know, you're going to work for me now. I mean... That's definitely a possibility. They are pushing her further and fl- closer and closer to the breaking point. Um, she had to ha- have the whole interaction with her, uh, well, not even significant other, like ex-significant other. Lover. Yeah. 
well, they're not together anymore. Like the only reason why she came back into the life is because her uh, emergency contact wasn't changed and she ended up in the hospital and made right. it up. So it's very much like, I don't want them to have my life thrown into the, to the spotlight, but she's kind of has to, and Maeve has to convince her that, Hey, if you don't play along, Homelander's going to kill you. And there's <laughs> nothing I can do about it. Right. But I mean, she also got desperate enough to go seek out the deep for help. Yeah. Maeve did. Yes. So, I mean, that is, you're absolutely right. That is pretty desperate. I mean, what, what's he going to do? Throw another whale? <laughs> uh, he's going to confront Homelander with his gills since Homelander seems not to like it too much. Oh, that's right. He's like, your gills are showing. They're disgusting. Disgusting. Um, it is it is weird. I mean, not weird, but like you can see the fear that Maeve has in her like face when it comes to Homelander. And obviously Starlight has a lot to fear when it comes to to Homelander. So right. why is it that Stormfront doesn't fear him? I mean, obviously the heat vision's not going to hurt her as you see unless he was holding right. back. But obviously, uh, he's a pawn now. Oh, Homelander? So yeah, so she's playing him the right way. Oh, he's de- yeah, she's definitely playing him the right way. But like, how is how is it her initial not like okay? I need to be afraid of this guy. This guy. Yeah, that's actually a good question. Maybe she really isn't afraid. Maybe she knows what she can and can't handle. Maybe she's been secretly watching Homelander from the sides and knows his weaknesses. Well, so the way, does get out of hand. The way that she came into the seven at this point, like with Edgar essentially just saying you're on the team, I wouldn't doubt it if she's a big higher up in Vought itself. Like she might have been the first person that they ever tried Compound V on or something like that. Um, and then when after she killed one too many people, they just put her, you know, in the boardroom instead of keep it letting her be a soup. I mean, couldn't she have even more diabolical uh, ideas if just by just throwing her in the boardroom? I mean, well, I guess now if you're representing superheroes, you can't really be evil, so I take that back. <laughs> um, I don't know. Also, like, she, the fact that they put her in and then knowingly made it so that she is going out there and having rallies against Vought and stuff like shows like what kind of game that Vought International is, is, is playing like they make it seem like there's some kind of big confrontation happening. Whereas technically they are the ones moving both, both sides of the game board. But I mean, what would that get them by playing both, you know, both pieces? Well, if you if she is in the spotlight as a opposition to Vought and Homelander is in the spotlight as uh pro, you know a proponent to Vought they can sell their image and time uh to their supporters on both sides so that way you are they you know the whoever it is that likes 
uh, Stormfront can buy those T-shirts and say, you know, Stormfront is is my girl or something like that. And then the other one says Homelander is the you know is the savior. And like Vought International makes both of those T-shirts, and they can also sell the advertising that's on both of their Instagrams or whatever. You know what? <laughs> so it doesn't matter to them. It's just all about the green making that money. Yeah, that's true. So. What do you think about the fact that we find out that Butcher had a brother? That is crazy. And Huey reminds the aunt of him. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if it's just if, if he actually does look like Lenny or if it's just more the fact that he was he's skinny and kind of wiry and and stuff like that. I want to say it's probably skinny and wiry. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, they didn't get into it, but you think it was a botched uh, superhero mission that, you know, got gotten killed. Probably. Probably. Do you think we're going to see that mission? Uh, maybe he'll... Whatever it is that happened to him? Maybe he might describe it, but I don't think they'll do like a whole scene, which would be cool. But I think he might, you know, actually describe it. And be like, hey, kid, the reason I'm so tough on you, blah, blah, blah. Is this what's happened before kind of thing? Yeah. That's cool. So you got to get your shit together or, you know, you're going to die just like my brother. You know who's really afraid of Homelander? Ashley. (laughs) It's funny (laughs) how she talked to everybody else, but now Homelander, like, puts her in her place. Like, not just puts her in her place, like, demeans her. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's scary. Just the whole thing is scary. All right. We're going to just get to the last scene, which is something that <laughs> I know that you really cared for <laughs> in the yeah. Um I mean it, I, I mean I asked the question on Twitter. I I was a little bit buzzed that I was like is this how superheroes would really do it if, you know, they're having sex all over the place? I mean, they definitely destroyed that room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I mean, I think it's it's I think regular people could have sex that way other than the flying part, but they would dest- they could destroy a room if that's the type of people that they are. Like it's just those two people don't care anything about anybody else. And honestly, I doubt that they even cared about each other in the moment. Like they just wanted to get their rocks off. I I you know, there's obviously some tension. There's always been some tension, so they're like, "All right, let's yeah, you're right. Let's get our rocks off and, you know, let's move forward. I think the funniest thing about the whole thing is that they leave their uniforms on. Mostly. <laughs> like, other than the fact that when we saw the doppelganger guy, the shapeshifter, you know, shape shapeshift into a version of Homelander and he's wearing that nightie. <laughs> have you ever seen Homelander wear anything else? Any other clothes other than that uniform? Not that I can think of. I always see him wearing that. Exactly. Like it it plays up that trope like so hard. Uh we've seen Maeve in everyday clothes. We see Starlight in everyday clothes. We've seen A Train in everyday clothes. But Homelander, it's all about being Homelander. Like I I wonder if he even has a secret identity name. Oh, that's a good Maybe, maybe there was something that revealed his his secret identity name when they shot the whole, you know, like, oh, this is where I grew up in. Oh, this is my favorite baseball. Oh, but that was all fake. None of that's, that's none true. of that was 
was true. Well, I mean, what do we call him? Because, I mean, he was created in a lab, so. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah, I forgot one thing. It was the the uh, mutually assured destruction uh, part of um, uh, Billy Butcher and, and Black Noir. He, he says he had photos of young Ryan. Is that what his wife's kid's name? His and, and Homelander's kid name? Yeah. Yeah, Ryan, that's that will be, you know, sent to news outlets if he dies or any of the boys die, which is is very much right outside of the right, right from the comic books. Like, that's what they do a lot of in the comic book is they keep them in Chuck in check because they have recordings and video and pictures of them doing all the scandalous shit. Like, they don't always just go and kill them. Like, that's the last resort. Like, if they get too out of hand in the comic book. It's a lot of blackmail and like, hey, if you don't shape up, you're going to be losing your money. Am so that's the only way to keep soups in in order in in check. It's <laughs> make sure that you don't that that you have a way of of hurting their wallet. Gotcha. I mean, that's uh, all A Train cared about. This is all that A Train cared about, and and. Homelander cares about it too. He talks about how you know how, what, how many points he's up, how many points he's down, like because of uh, all the memes that Stormfront <laughs> team made. He went up what five points or something like that. I don't remember the yeah. number, but so he went like, up. Football's uh, a scoring, or uh, do you think it's more like stock market scoring? I think it's more like stock market. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's it's like share points in VOT or something like that. I don't know based on their popularity. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to talk about the episode? I guess my last question is, um, since they kicked A-Train out of, A-Train out of the team, do you think he's going to eventually maybe turn the other cheek and try to help out? I think something's going to happen. I don't... I mean, obviously, he, he can't... He can't use his speed, or else he's going to have a heart attack. I don't know if he joins the boys, or if he just goes out you know, he dies using his powers to do something. Okay. See that happening. I can see that happening. Yeah. Any other questions? So is he like the flash? If he does any type of alcohol or cocaine, his body will just met immediately, uh, you know, metabolize it. So like hard drugs, other, you know, aside from compound B can't stop his heart from blowing up. Probably, I I, sh- I assume that it yeah it it goes through his body really quick. Damn, well, I don't know. And honestly, I don't think that he. Do you think he can reach the speeds of the Flash? Ooh, I don't think so because I thought that um, all the boys are like slightly scaled down. All the all the superheroes, like from the Justice League, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely don't think that they're all that yeah they're you're, i think you're right like they haven't really showed us the limits of homelander's strength but i doubt he's the same as superman he right. relies a lot on the heat vision or as they call it laser vision yes <laughs> so uh all right daniel then we'll have to sit around till we wait for the next episode of the boys until then, here. <laughs> what was that also, it's almost here. Almost, yeah, for us, it is almost here. We we were talking about last week's episode, but 
until then, if you want to get to hold of me and talk about uh, the boys or anything else we, we talked about today, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Mitchipedia, G-E-N-G-E-M, uh, which stands for Geekly Media. Where can people find you online, Daniel? You can find me on Twitter at SuperCommieDaniel. Uh, you can find the rest of Geekly Media at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, geeklymedia.com. Please go check out our Patreon. We have lots of exclusive uh, bonus material there that you can only get if you're a patron of us. So go check out those tiers and see what it is that you could possibly afford. Also, if you're listening to this as a podcast, as a podcast, please rate and review us on whatever podcatcher you use so that we can help spread the word of our network. But until next time, this is Televised Heroics on the Geekly Media Network saying, always remember to geek out. geek out. This concludes our broadcast. Beep.